0: Welcome to Plant Medicine Transmissions with Javier Regueiro. In our previous Plant Medicine Transmissions episode, we started exploring this paradigm that we find ourselves in of engaging with a native culture, a native sacred medicine, from a place of some centuries of disconnection from spirit. So, also entering a new and fairly inexperienced, as a result, in the land of spirit. This made me think of the movie Blueberry, also known as Renegade, a movie by Jan Konen that came up a few years ago. In this movie, which is uh, inspired by a comic book, a movie that looks like a Western but is indeed uh, a movie about ayahuasca. The whole movie is actually one long ayahuasca journey and, uh, for me, describes pretty accurately not just the visions, which are amazing, but most importantly, describe a healing process with the support of ayahuasca. In this movie, there are three characters towards the end, these three characters that finally make it to these sacred mountains that stand on Indian territory. The three characters are all white people. So they, first of all, they infringe upon a foreign land Sacred land to which supposedly they really have no right to visit. And uh, these three characters describe aspects of ourselves as we engage in this process with ayahuasca. At the lowest level, there is this European uh, uh, scientist who is simply looking for gold. He has come into possession of a map for the discovery of gold. These sacred mountains are full of gold. And of course, from his scientific point of view, he takes this news literally, that there is actually gold hidden in those mountains. The second character is the bad guy, the shadow aspect of ourselves. And he's aware that these sacred mountains do not hold physical gold. They hold something much more profound and much more powerful. But because he's really a hungry ghost, wishing to fill that void inside his spirit, he pursues the quest for this power from that place, from a place of woundedness and emptiness. The last character is the hero, the positive aspect of ourselves, who, even though he is of white descent, he is, has been working for a while trying to protect the Native American Indians. And his reason for entering forbidden territory is not for his own personal benefit, but actually to get these two other shady characters out of those territories. My teacher, Don Francisco, has been telling me for the last three years how ayahuasca has become the new gold in the Amazon jungle. And different people are pursuing that goal from uh, the place where they're in. A lot of them are pursuing uh, ayahuasca for a strictly... Uh, economic benefit so a physical purely physical gold in order oftentimes simply to survive but in that search for ayahuasca vine what they're doing is they're having to go deeper deeper into the jungle in order to find it oftentimes at the detriment of the Amazon environment, which is best left alone. This brings up the very touchy subject of the commercialization of this sacred medicine, a commercialization that is due to the interest, to the thirst for this medicine on the part of Westerners and non natives. This is a subject, the commercialization of this process and this world of plant medicine that we're going to have plenty of time to explore in future episodes of this podcast. I am a little bit more interested in exploring the second character, the shadow aspect. This character who is pursuing spiritual power, the pursuit of power, which is connected with the third chakra, the one below the heart, is connected with the ego. Pursuit of power is always a symptom, a sign that we are working out of our own ego, for whatever reason when I say in regards to ayahuasca that it's very powerful medicine, I don't intend by that to mean that my own relationship with ayahuasca is about the pursuit of powers, of psychic or spiritual powers. For me, the power of ayahuasca is about the power to support us in awakening to our own true nature and to reconnecting with our own divinity. In the world of plant medicine and curanderismo, we often speak of powerful healers, of amazingly powerful medicine. And many Westerners fall into this power trap in uh, pursuing plant medicines only for ego-centered reasons. Now, in the jungle, they will find plenty of curanderos that will mirror back to them their own uh, ego-centered greediness, often with very, very deleterious results. In December of 2005, I went back to Sachamama, Don Francisco center outside Iquitos for what I knew was, as far as I was concerned, the beginning of my apprenticeship. I was aware that I was going to be in the jungle for a minimum of four months as I had committed to do a diet with the datura plant a diet that is usually much longer than dieting most other plants. That morning, before going into the jungle, I was in Iquitos, and out of curiosity, I went on arrowweed.com to get a little bit more information about this plant and was (laughs) frankly concerned mildly horrified by what I read, knowing that I was going to engage with this plant very intimately for a very long period of time. So as I walked to my teacher's center from the main road, I told myself, you're going to keep your eyes glued to the brightest light that you can find in this jungle and never distract yourself with anything else, or else you risk getting lost, getting lost more than you already are. I was aware that I was going into the jungle to seek clarity and not further confusion. To this day I hold on to that same attitude which has helped me preserve some kind of sanity, whenever I go to the jungle. Part of that attitude is applied in not getting too lost, too fascinated with the lore of the jungle, with psychic energies that, however interesting, are not part of my journey, which is about spiritual awakening. But very early on, actually, upon my first visit to such a a few months earlier, I had already uh, experienced the temptation of power. I was dying a fairly large tree and soon enough I could feel the energy of this tree supporting me supporting me in my back my spinal uh, column feeling very strong and uh, getting this message that this plant uh, was there to support me achieve what i had believed so far impossible that surge of power was like a drug and I found myself high on that drug and that feeling of power was very intoxicating. Luckily for me, I realized that I was under this intoxication and in that moment resisted that temptation of power and told myself this power is not to be used for feeding my ego, hungry for power, but for my own healing process, for my own life, and for the benefit of others as well. I was lucky enough that in that moment of elation, I remember the words of Osho, who has been an important teacher of mine in my earlier life, that said, Power is an illusion. Now, the jungle, the world of plant medicine, the world of spirituality are full of illusions illusions that are trials that help us grow into our own light rather than succumbing to the easy temptations of power and seduction and ego-centered agendas. For some people, this experience of exaltation of the ego through power and the power to seduce of self-importance is indeed part of their spiritual journey. Before we can let go of something, we, I believe, need also to fully experience it so that we can see for ourselves how illusory those aspects of the ego, those pursuits of the ego may be. But I can't help... Uh, giving my advice to people who engage with such a powerful process and oftentimes with powerful healers that may not have integrated these aspects of the ego and who have very, very powerful tools that we may call psychic powers, magic powers, These people have been in the game of power and seduction much longer than we have, and this is their turf. So I advise foreigners not to engage in those games because they're most likely to lose at it, no matter what their ego may be telling them. The third guy in uh, the movie Blueberry is our hero, is the good guy, who goes towards the sacred mountains to look for the bad guy. That meeting finally happens under the effects of the sacred medicine that the bad guy was looking for and uh, illustrates beautifully the integration of the shadow aspect of the good guy. That it looks like a psychic fight under the effects of the medicine that ends with the death of the bad guy is a metaphor of this process of integration of the shadow that we carry inside. In that same experience, the good guy also finally receives from the medicine the healing in regards to a trauma that he had experienced many years earlier at the very beginning of the movie. All of these three characters are simply illustrations of aspects of ourselves, We all carry these three aspects within ourselves, latent or as possibilities. And it's up to us to decide which character we want to play in this movie, which is really about healing and awakening. At any given time, we may slip into one of these three characters And it's up for us, you know, the invitation on my part is for you to keep a certain level of mindfulness, of self-awareness, so that you don't fall into the easy traps that, yes, are part of the journey, but that we may not want to indulge in for too long. Simply become aware, integrate, heal, And move on. Blessings.